Welcome to Whose Or Is This? with Anthony Waite, a show designed to help leaders and high achievers increase their influence and impact by becoming intentional with how they show up in the world. If the wind does not favor, take to the oars. Here is your host, Anthony Waite. Welcome to Whose Or Is This? Anthony Wade here. It's great to be with you for another week, another episode. I hope you are having an amazing week. I hope that you have got to the middle of the week and this is going to give you that little boost to get you to the, the over the hump. We're in Wednesday and um, I wanted to share with you something today that I'm often asked and that is, how do I increase my influence? You see, I think the word influence today has kind of been drugged through the mud and you hear all kinds of people saying influencer and I want to be a, an influencer or an influence in the lives of other people. And the truth is, is that everybody influences somebody. If you think about it, every day we as human beings are trying to influence those around us. Now, whether that's for good or for bad, that's up to us. <laughs> we have so many people today that, you know, are unfortunately being an influence in a negative way. You know, you're pushing your beliefs, you're pushing your agenda, you're pushing your political views, whatever the case may be. But I would have you consider that if you're listening to this, chances are you want to influence people in a greater capacity for good, not for bad. And the world today, unfortunately, well, unfortunately for most, but fortunately for us, has lowered the bar or lowered the barrier to entry to be a good leader. If you think about it, all you really have to do is care care enough to help other people. And when your heart is set on serving, there are seeds to be sown everywhere you look. Think about that. When your mindset, your heart is set on serving other people, there are seeds to be sown everywhere you look. Now, that's important because everybody wants fruit in their life. They want to have more abundance in whatever area it is. You cannot do that unless you are thinking in abundance and you have a heart for prosperity. Now, most people today, if you just look at the tone of the world, it's scarcity, fear, and competition. If you are in a position to influence people, competition, scarcity, and fear cannot even be in your vocabulary. Because if it is, you will really have a hard time and find it difficult to try to speak leadership, to speak influence, to speak life into somebody when your actions are the total opposite. Remember, we are always chasing congruency, what I call congruency, and that is congruency between your actions and your words. The more and more congruent you are with what you say and what you do, aka integrity, the more and more your influence will grow without you even having to try. Now, today what I want to do is I want to give you four steps to increase your influence. These are things to think about. And what I want you to understand is that this is nothing new. Nothing I share on this podcast is groundbreaking or, you know, uh, state of the art. Nobody today is creating something that's brand new. Everything that you hear, everything that you read has already been written. It's already been said. It's in the context that you hear it and the context that people say it. So what I want you to think about is don't ask yourself or don't tell yourself, I've heard this before, but ask yourself, how well am I doing this? There's a difference between learning and doing. And the difference is 
in the ability to ask yourself these three things. And I use the acronym ACT, A-C-T. What do I need to apply in my life? Who do I need to connect with after this? And after what do I hear? And then who do I need to transfer this to? Before you read a book, before you listen to a podcast, before you go to a conference, before you go into a class, ask yourself that. What do I need to apply in my life? Who do I need to connect with? And who do I need to transfer what I learned to? Who do I need to transfer this to? Because then you take on the role of a teacher. And whenever you learn something with the intent to teach it, you digest it a little differently. So here's four steps to increase your influence. You see, influence today is really about who you are, not what you do, right? Gone are the days of you know posting pictures of your Ferrari and your big house that you rented out for the weekend to show your friends how much you've made it. That that <laughs> when you get a real person who who's doing real things to make a real difference, that stuff is kind of laughable. No longer does it impress people. And those days are gone. So your influence is really about your character, not your credentials. In fact, I'm speaking about that this week to some uh, military leaders on how to influence in the new currency of leadership. The currency of leadership is in your character, not in your credentials. And so how do we increase our influence? First of all, the, the one number one thing you want to know and you want to ask yourself is, why do I want to be an influence? It is not easy to go and influence people every single day. It requires you to live, learn, and then lead. It requires you to, to take think about the experiences that you have lived out, learn from them, extract the lessons, and then lead it to other people. Now, this sounds easy, but there's a lot of people. When I got into the space of speaking, coaching, and training, I thought that everybody you know, wanted to get up and speak and share their story and, and share their struggles and you know, help other people. And boy, was I wrong. There's a lot of people out there that have amazing stories. Maybe you're one of them. You have so much life experience, but yet it is difficult for you to get up in front of a group and share the process that you went through to transformation. You know, transformational leadership is a huge buzzword, but yet nobody can define it. Nobody can tell you what is transformational leadership. And it's simply the process of a leader, somebody who's influencing other people. Remember, we all influence people. But it's the process of a leader to have transformed their life from going from something or nothing to something or from here to there, and then extracting the lessons and then sharing that with those who are on the same journey. Now, this is Anthony Waite's uh, you know, definition of transformational leadership, but this is what I've witnessed and this is what I know. Because people look at me and say, man, you're a transformational leader. Well, I can't be a transformational leader unless I've had transformation. But not only that, but... Not only did I have to have transformation, but I also had to have the ability and the willingness to go out and share that transformation. That's a whole different ballgame. That requires a skill. That requires a mindset. That requires a heart of serving. Remember, when your heart's set to service, there are seeds to be sown everywhere you look. And how you, and how you look at things, right? When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change. So let's get into the four steps. The first thing you want to ask yourself is, why do I want to be of influence? Why do I want to influence other people? Why do I want to increase my influence so that I can have an impact? Everybody's going to be different. My, my reasoning for doing this is different than yours. So you have to take time to ask yourself those questions. The quality of our life is determined by the quality of questions that we ask. And so this is what I found. Four, four steps. 
you know, and this is nothing, this is not an exhaustive list. This is not something that is the end all be all or the book on influence. These are things that I've learned that I want to share with you. Number one is you got to strive for excellence. Striving for excellence in all that you do, this goes with the expectation and the standards that you set for yourself. If you expect excellence from those you lead, you should be exuding excellence in all you do. You should, and I'm not saying be perfect, I'm saying be in progression. Excellence is the best to your ability in that moment. You're giving it all you have in that moment. Now, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be progress. You have to strive for excellence every single day. Discipline is your willingness your ability, but also your desire and your determination to, to make tomorrow better than today. Every day you should strive for that next step, that next inch, that next, you know, uh, step in the algorithm. You should be striving for better than you were yesterday. But see, most people don't. And it's simply because of this. They don't take time to reflect on how they showed up yesterday. At the end of every night, I challenge you to take five to 10 minutes to reflect on your day and reflect on the wins, the lessons learned, and how you can be better and do better so that you can have better. If you don't reflect, you'll never know the benchmark in which your leadership and your effectiveness is. Not only with yourself, but with people. So how do we strive for excellence? You have to be able to set benchmarks and then reflect on the day. Set your targets and then your benchmarks, and then set the expectation for yourself greater than anybody could set for you. The most the problem with most people today is that they wait for other people to set the expectation. They wait for other people to tell them what they should and shouldn't be or what they should and shouldn't do. This is setting you will set yourself up for failure when you do this. When you wait for somebody to tell you who you should be or society to tell you what you should think. This is where you go down the rabbit hole and you're letting you're letting your 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 growth instead of reading a book you're watching the news and getting your getting your information from a flawed perspective from somebody who probably doesn't even know what they're talking about. You have to be the owner of your growth and development. The only way that you can help other people grow and strive for excellence is in your growth and in the journey of continuously being a learner and being a person who is dedicated to their growth and development. You are always going to be in this constant journey of growth and development every single day because the world is changing every single day. And if you don't grow with it, and I would even say stay one step ahead of it, you will get left behind and you will find yourself irrelevant in today's world. So you have to strive for excellence. A hallmark of leadership is excellence, working on on honing your, your existing skills and developing new ones. So sharpening your skills, but also being open to developing new skills. Maybe some of you are looking into developing your skill of communication and speaking and getting in front of people. There's a process involved. Remember, your success is sequential, not simultaneous. They are, there are steps in the process. And if you break those steps, you will be broken in the process. And so you have to understand striving for excellence means that you are going to get up every single day with the intention and the action that you are going to be better than you were yesterday. The desire and the ability and the willingness to go out and make today better than yesterday. What did I do yesterday? Good. How can I do more of that? What did I learn yesterday? Good. How can I take that lesson and share it with somebody else? And it's a constant cycle, a constant uh process that you you go through. Number two, focus on your vision and set goals. 
You'd be surprised how many people do not even set goals. They don't even have, they don't even take time to connect with their vision of what they want. When you ask somebody what they want, they'll tell you what they don't want. And one thing that, that changed 2020 for me and has changed the last couple of years is my ability to set a vision and goals to reach that vision. I, I, I teach a, a course on vision, purpose, and goals. And your vision is what should be exciting you every single day. It should be what drives you every morning when you wake up. Your vision is the map. Your goals are the compass and the tactics, the, the, the road signs on this map to get to where you're going. Your purpose is the compass. The goals are the road signs and the vision is your destination. Very few people will set a vision for their life. In fact, they are probably living a life that somebody has set for them or told them what they should, you know, should do. The most powerful thing you can do every single day is take five to 10 minutes to connect and visualize what the future looks like. Many people will fail to do this. And then when they end up in a place they don't want to be, they're shocked because they ask themselves, how did I get here? I don't know how I got here. Well, were you driving the car? <laughs> Did you take the wheel of life and just close your eyes and just hope for the best? You know, when I was in my 20s, my my saying was, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. That was my mantra for life. Hope for the best and prepare for the worst. Hope doesn't get you anywhere. It gets you started, but it won't get you to where you want to go. And when I was preparing for the worst, guess what I got? Usually the worst case scenario. Remember, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So you have to be able to create a vision and then reverse engineer that vision into daily tactics that you can take to make sure that you stay on track. Stephen Covey talks about this, begin with the end in mind. So you got to set goals where you are able to periodically measure your performance and progress. What doesn't get measured doesn't get moved. Break up the larger goals into smaller ones so that you can celebrate your successes and maintain your motivation. You see, many people will get started and they'll get motivated, but then they figure they find out that they lack the discipline, the ability to give themselves a command and follow through. And discipline isn't something that's created. We all have discipline inside of us. It's got to be cultivated. You got to dig it up from underneath all the BS that you have, the belief systems that have been ingrained in you from past failures, past you know um, uh, breakups, past relationships, past you know things that you have missed the mark on. Whenever we think we fail, we bury our discipline underneath and we fail to get started again. It's easier to keep going than it is to stop and start over. And so you got to you got to break up the larger goals into smaller ones. You got to learn to identify and use all of your resources. You know, asking for help is one of the hardest things to do whenever you feel like you have to go this alone. When you think you have to figure out, you have to have it all figured out, that you have to know everything. And show me a person that knows it all, and I'll show you a person who's about to fail. And I'm speaking from experience because one of the hardest things it was for me for me to do in my life when I became into the leadership roles, when I became a person who was responsible to other people, is I, I wanted to have it all figured out. I didn't want people to know that I didn't know what I was doing or that I didn't know how to do something. And this is what most people tell you today, fake it till you make it. And that's so, such a flawed mental model because in my line of work, now where I'm at today, if I faked it till I make it, I can cost somebody's life in, in the healthcare field. If I go into surgery and I'm pushing sedation medications and I faked it till I made it, 
the chances and the repercussion would be probably somebody dying. Now, I'm not saying that that's something that's, you know, your reality, but you fake it till you make it in your relationships, you're going to find yourself a lonely person. You fake it till you make it in your wealth creation, you're going to find yourself bankrupt. You fake it till you make it in your health, and you're going to find yourself on your deathbed dying of some kind of disease that you could have prevented. You got to learn to identify and use all of your resources. You got to be able to ask for help. In the pursuit of your goals, when making your plans to reach your goal, always work with the resources you have in your current circumstances. Look around you. You have more circum- more resources than you need to be successful. Today, we, we, we live in an abundance of information, but we're still starving for knowledge. Why? Because many people will not use the resources that they have. I'm sitting in my office right now, and I'm looking at all the books, all the things that I've accumulated over the years. And I guarantee you there's a book in here, there's a resource in my office right now that can make me a million dollars. I almost guarantee it. But it's going to take time for me to, to, to extract the lessons and to go through the resources and then actually utilize them. I can't tell you how much money I, I've spent on courses and coaching and things. But when I didn't do the work, I didn't get the result. And it was because I didn't utilize all my resources. So number two is you got to focus on, on your vision and set goals. Number three, you need to develop your people skills. There is no such thing as a self-made person. Uh, I love the quote by Les Brown. He says, everybody's self-made, but only the successful will admit it. <laughs> and I would tell you this, everybody wants to be self-made until it's time to be held accountable for who you've become. And so you have to understand that you have to develop your people skills. You cannot be a leader and have nobody that follows you. If you're leading people and nobody's following you, you're just taking a walk. I would even question my ability to lead. The true mark of a leader is in the followers that are behind him or her. And I wouldn't even say behind him or her. I would say that are next to you side by side, because you should never be in the front telling people to follow you. You should be shoulder to shoulder telling them, I'm walking on this journey with you. And you have to develop your people skills. The number one way to influence those around you is to value people. And if you don't value people, you'll never add value to them. And if you don't value yourself, remember, you cannot give what you do not have. And if you can't value and see the value in you, you will never value and see the value in those that you lead. And so how do we develop our people skills? Here's three things. Learn how to listen. Always, always ask questions before giving answers. Help others be their best. See them for what they could be, not for who they are. And pull them to their potential. You have to see the best in others. But sometimes leaders today, they look for the worst. The only time they talk is when something's going wrong. How are you looking and viewing people that you lead? Are you seeing them for what they could be or for as they are right now? Because the chances are, if their behaviors are not conducive to what you are expecting, it's not in their being, it's in their behavior. Their belief drives their behavior. So you have to figure out what is it that they truly believe? What do they value? Maybe what you're telling them to do is not in line with their value system. And how can you shift that? How can you show them the why and then pull them to their potential? But you can't do that until you see the best in them and you help them to be their best. The next thing you need to do is you need to learn how to communicate. You need to learn how to connect with people, not just talk to them, but connect to them. Real leaders speak to the heart before they ask for the hand. Before you tell them to move, they've got to be motivated internally. You've got to move them emotionally. 
before they will move physically. Remember, everything starts in the inside. The inside influences the outside. So you have to learn how to connect with your people. Know the language of their heart. If you go into a room and you're leading 10 people, every one of them will require 10 different ways to connect with them. You have to know them before you can connect with them. You can't just get a cookie cutter, one size fits all, and expect to speak to every one of their hearts. You got to know your people and you got to know them well. And you got to know how to speak to their heart before you ask for the hand. The last point that I want to make with you today um, is be passionate and maintain a positive attitude. Now, you've heard this your attitude determines your altitude, attitude of gratitude, all that good stuff. But I have yet to meet a leader who was not great, that didn't have a positive attitude and were passionate about their position. They embraced the role of a leader. They embraced their role of a person of influence. They took it and they knew the responsibility and they expect and they accepted that responsibility. They took ownership of the role of being in charge of people and being a leader. Not everybody wants to take on that role. They want the position, but they don't want to take responsibility. It sounds good to have the big office and the nice titles and the, the, the little placard outside your outside your room, outside your office, but when it comes time to do the work. Are you embracing the role of being a leader? Many people want to wear the title. They want to wear the rank and the position, but they have yet to be passionate and yet to have a positive attitude. Maintaining an upbeat attitude and giving your best effort requires work. It requires you to be able to energize the entire team so everyone is able to accomplish more, regardless of the circumstance. This requires you to be discipline-driven and not emotionally driven. You don't just show up because it feels good, or you don't show up whenever, just whenever you do feel good. You show up regardless of the circumstances and realize that action will drive the feeling. Feeling should never drive the action. These are what we call fair weather leaders. And I'll tell you this. Taking the time to develop your leadership and your influence skills can radically increase the amount of success that you experience in all areas of your life. Whenever you get a win for the day, whenever you help other people, I have found that days that I feel like, you know, like a beat down, that things aren't going as planned. When I serve people, when I give to other people, when I find somebody to help, that changes the mindset, that changes the, the, the internal right? When your heart's set to service, there seems to be sown everywhere you look. And for those of you who are thinking, well, I'm not a leader. I don't have the position. I don't have the credentials or the credibility. Your leadership, your influence is found in your character, not in your credibility, not in your credentials. Never have I been invited to come speak. Never have I been asked to coach somebody that one time they asked me, Anthony, do you have a certification or are you qualified? What degrees do you have? What is your credibility? What are your credentials? They hired me because of my character and who I've become and who I'm becoming because I'm always in the process of becoming. And I want you to be there too. I want you to embrace a beginner's mindset and constantly live a life that allows you to learn and to lead. You have to constantly show up every single day for those you lead and those you love. And here's these four steps that I've given you today. Take them, internalize them, and ask yourself, how well am I doing these today? And when you do that, you embrace the mindset of a leader, but also you increase your influence. Hey. 
Hey guys, thank you for stopping by today. As always, if you found value in the episode, please share it with somebody. And as always, we'd appreciate it if you subscribe to the podcast. If you're looking to apply these principles and practices further in your life, then I encourage you to join a group of like-minded individuals in the Lead360 Facebook group. The link is in the show notes below. As always, remember, live, learn, and lead.